right, Flo, if you could start this off with you introducing yourself, man. Yo, what's good, y'all? How y'all doing? My name is Flo Seville from Crown Heights, Brooklyn. I'm an artist, entrepreneur, Negro, um, connoisseur of the fine wine, fine grass, <laughs> all that other good shit. <laughs> you feel me? Just here, just here, chopping it up with my boys. Happy to be here. Happy to have you, man. Happy to have you. You know, Floss come into the podcast, and that's it. The podcast becomes 420 friendly. You know, you know the vibes, man. Everywhere he steps in, you got to make sure that there's one ready to light up. Expect like, if up. nobody smoked the spliff somewhere, I'm usually, like, the first person to just <laughs> be that, that nigga to just light up a spliff there, like. <laughs> Listen, it, bro, I'm right, I'm, right, I'm right here with you. I'm right here with you. That's what I'm saying, together. like. They say no smoking, and then they'll be like, yo, how's he smoking? Like, why y'all let him get away with it? Because you floss. <laughs> they don't understand, though. Oh, man. man. Like like the Snoop of our generation, bro. Come on. Yeah, I guess I get told that a lot. That's a good, that's a great comparison. That's like, that shit. Snoop is a legend, bro. So to even be compared to Snoop in any way, personality or music is, is tough. No, nah, yeah, for sure. Now, when did when did you realize rap was something you you wanted to do? You know, when did you realize that was a talent of yours? Like maybe like eleven years ago. Mm. How did that happen? Were you just sitting there with a beat, started rapping? Uh, me and my boys. Everybody else was rapping before me. It's funny too because I'm in a PSN party right now with my boy B Rock. I was already rapping when I met him, but my boy Rashawn. My boy T.O., my boy Pat, my boy Banks, we would just free, they would just get high and be freestyling. <clears throat> I would never really jump in, but one day I jumped in, I was freestyling, fucking around, and they like, yo, that shit is fire, like, yo, you should keep doing that, they was like, pushing me, so then I was like, I was like, nah, I wasn't really with it, I will just, you know, I would freestyle, but I never <clears throat> wanted to become a rapper, because I was DJing, I played the drums, played the guitar, I was more into music, from like, the outside, I wasn't like trying to actually be an MC, but they, they, they're the ones who convinced me that I had a gift. And then I met people along the way, like my boy B Rod, you know, other people who let me know, like, yo, you got a gift, keep pursuing this. Cause I didn't believe it myself. I just mm -hmm. did it just the bullshit. I didn't think I'll start like taking writing serious. And now I know how to mix and record myself and make beats and engineer. I didn't think I would get this deep into it. Yo, now that you're bringing up the mixing and recording, what what's the biggest difference you see from the first time you mixed to now? Um, is the thing with mixing is um, mixing is an art. So it's like when I first started mixing, I had a little bit. Think of it like a painting, right? So I had a little bit of knowledge. I knew I could paint, but I wasn't Picasso, and I didn't have the best paint brushes and I didn't have the best paint but I was still able to make art with it and now I feel like fucking Picasso Van Gogh and I could make some shit and I could paint a picture writing and mixing and everything because I got better equipment now so I feel like what changed was the knowledge I have and my equipment so when I started off I'm like I like to do things from like humble beginnings so I started off with like the bare minimum I needed so I could learn how to use it. So then once I mastered using the bare minimum, then I bought better equipment and then started upgrading and, you know, trying to do more stuff. Now, now, do you mix all your tracks? Are, are you your team? Do you produce, engineer, and all that? 
Nah, I got a team. So on my first project missing, I mixed like 60% of it or more. So I got songs I'll mix and record myself and I probably won't get any help on. And then there's a couple songs that I'll record myself, somebody else will mix. Or sometimes I'll be like, fuck it. And I'll just go to the studio and just record it in the studio or some shit. Man, I, rem- I yo bro, I remember when you were in the process of making missing man, and just the 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 process that you put through it, and how each track lined up all the way into the end, and then even the end as a follow up for the next song. If you replay the album back, man, just the scheme and the way you put it together was just outrageous to see. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate people like people fuck with it, man. People bump that shit. Hell yeah. Like, organically the streams that you built up just organically what was it like 100k streams or something almost i'm like at 60k now yeah you got i I noticed that in spotify you got multiple countries listening to you yeah yo i just did a song with my boys from the czech republic too so my shit about to go up we just did like some fun party like drill type shit okay okay so now when it comes to Rap, who would you say inspired you as far as uh, big celebrity artists is? Like, were you inspired by anybody else or were you just inspired by the people around you? The people around me, definitely. Because the people around you, what people don't understand, it don't matter how much you believe in, like, it don't matter how much you love another artist and you think that just the inspiration alone isn't going to take you to the next level. So I could be inspired by, like, you know, Biggie Smalls, Big L, Big Pun, MF Doom, Jadakiss, Cameron, like, there's a million people I can name, but those people can't physically come to me and tell me, like, yo, you can make it, you can do this. I, right. if the people around me played the part and letting me know I could do this, and then those people that are named and, and like, many other artists, they played the part and letting me know, like, yo, you could, you could make it too. Like, shit, these people that inspired you made it, so you could make it the same way they made it. Yo, that's a really amazing point of view by by kind of more of the people around you than the people. I mean, yeah. of course, there's people out there laying the forefront of the music, but something important that you said is that those people can't come up to you and say, yo, you're doing great. This is what you're doing good. Hey, maybe this is what you should work on. You can't get motivation and constructive criticism from, from people that can far that are far away. You can only get those feelings that you get from their music. Absolutely. Yeah, the way you put it was very, was very sincere. You can tell that you naturally look for inspiration through your peers and your friends around you, you know? Nah, that's a fact. That's that's how I keep that's what keeps me going. Cause when I do something like I'm only a reflection of myself. So I'm a perfectionist. So I'm never gonna be satisfied with nothing I do. Like I could listen to my first shit and I could show you parts where I probably fucked up at. I could show you parts where I probably fucked up something in the mix. Probably like the little minuscule shit other people won't notice. I'm gonna notice it because I did it. I'm my own biggest credit, you know. So of course. Of course, of course. Man, now being stuff. how how long have you been rapping, Floss? Um, yeah, for that time, like 10, 11 years now. I think this year makes it like eleven years. I started like 2010, maybe two thousand late 2009, 2010 ish. Damn, for some wow. in, bro. decade in there already. That's what I'm talking about. And yo, one question that I that I want to ask. I, I I like this question. What was the what was the first song that you heard that you were like, you know what, this is fucking music? Oh man, shit! I probably got to go back to when I was a kid. When I was younger, my mom plays a lot of like she played a lot of like old school soul music and shit. Mm. She used to always play like it was my aunt and my mom. 
they used to play like Barry White, Michael Bolton, like okay, all that classic. Um, yeah, Kenny G, like all the real shit. Like Jamaican people are very musically inclined. Like we listen to like every genre, Frank Sinatra, like everybody you could think of. Like that's what my people grew up bumping because my family is heavy into music in Jamaica. Like my family, I grew up around like DJs and shit. Like my family is big into DJing. I mean, it definitely, it definitely shows because with the diversity that you're able to put into your lyricism, your wordplay, the beats that you're putting out, it doesn't sound like just regular hip hop. Like this is hip hop that has grown throughout time, knowledge, just even just experience and feeling listening to music. Like you literally put like, and I know you because you're my, you're my homie. I've known you for a long time and I know you put your heart and your soul into everything you do. And I especially see that in your music. Uh, that's it's a not, fact. I used to DJ too. I was the same way when oh, I was DJing too. Okay, so being that that you come from a background where your family's so versatile into music, I have to ask, what does your current playlist consist of? Ooh. Um, I got a couple playlists. Um, shit, we got the hip hop playlist that's smacking killing. That's like Jadakiss, the Locks, that's Big L, DMX, Biggie, Killer Cam. You already know, like, Hella Dipset, Killer Cam, Jewels. Um, who else is on the hip-hop playlist? Mob Deep. Mm -hmm. Is Price a Kanye track in there? Like, a classic Kanye or something? Like, some Hovis in there, you feel me? Like, just all the real essence of hip-hop, Guru, Nas. All, all the real shit. It's a lot of mixtape shit. Like, in terms of hip-hop, because I'm making this new project called The Piff Tape, I've been more into, like, I, I always love the mixtape era. That's my favorite era of hip-hop. I feel like that's the most lyrical, the most creative era of hip-hop because they really took nothing and made it into something in that era. Like, they was jumping on other niggas' beats and just taking their songs completely, like, just running with niggas' beats. So I've been into the mixtape era of hip-hop a lot. And then soul music, I've been listening to a lot of... um. Main ingredients, um, Al Green, Marvin Gaye, Mike Jackson, Jackson 5, Stevie Wonder, like, just the list of Motown artists, the Supremes. A lot of, a lot of old school inspirations there, A lot right? of old school shit. That's really where I get my inspiration from, old school music. Then with the reggae tip, same shit. Um, Barris Hammond, Dennis Brown, Glenn Washington, Bob Marley, all the classic reggae legends, and with the rock playlist, that's like Led Zeppelin, The Who, 